Book your New Jersey summer getaway now. Go for sunshine vibes and beach and boardwalk fun. Discover parks, forests, and family attractions, distinctive dining, and inspiring art, history, and culture. Stay in an urban oasis, an Oceanside Inn, or other unique accommodations. Boost your mood in New Jersey's feel-great destinations. Create your escape at visitnj.org slash booknow. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to uh, Fight Back 2020. It is uh, a tremendous Monday uh, morning. I am thrilled and excited that you are here. Uh, we've got all sorts of things going on today. It's funny, and we got Fight Back 2020 going on right now. We've got the morning report going on, and we have Real Talk with Devin Will going on all at the same time. Yeah, so you, you can imagine I was up late. Um, or early this morning, getting it all done. Folks, um, oh, the brief music um, music bit in, in the beginning is a, um, it's me and my guys, uh, me and Henry Shaw and um, a gentleman by the name of Jim Beckwith in a group that I was in in the 90s called, um, actually early 2000s called Mod. Uh, it's, and you can actually, if you look for Mod, uh, M-O-D, and it doesn't stand for anything. It's just mod uh, music. You can find it on Spotify. You can spot. You can find it um, on iTunes, and you can download it and have it for your very own. Yay! Another project. In any case, I wanted to talk a little something, a little, a little, a little, not for too long um, this morning because it's actually it's one twenty one a.m. on on Monday morning. I wanted to talk about something that I saw during um, the football playoffs. Now, I know that a lot of you aren't watching the football playoffs. You're not watching football. You swore off the NFL. You're mad at, at four or five guys in the NFL, and so you're not going to watch any of it, which seems crazy to me. But okay, um, do what you want, because you're going to anyway, and there isn't anything I can do um, to stop you. Now, I know that immediately makes me less a conservative than you, but, you know, people call Willie names all the time so what I'm not ever worried about is that that you would that you or anybody else would call me a name or would think badly of me um, so uh, anyway so I'm watching the um, the playoffs um, <laughs> bunch of good games by the way and if you like the NFL before it's a shame because you're missing it because this is this is a whole new era it's a whole new thing without the Patriots and, and Tom Brady, frankly. And and that says a lot about the Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, that when they're not there, it's a whole new thing. Um, the, only, the only thing that isn't new is, or, or excuse me, are the, uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. They won, but it was an exciting game. Russell Wilson and the and the Seahawks made it a game when it looked like it wasn't going to be a game, and um, 
But when you have Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and some of these other guys, I mean, you guys, I'm just telling you guys are missing it. But something that I did notice and I think that you would have found interesting is that there was um, actually on both both days, the Democrat um, billionaires were running ads um, on the, you know what, in the NFL commercials. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure who these ads are or were directed at. That's that's the, that's the weird thing for me. I'm not really sure who these ads are directed at. Is it really the 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 NFL crowd? Is it is it the me me? You know, is is it Willie who's decided that um, his um, his conservatism isn't um, isn't wrapped up in some boycott? That really doesn't mean anything. Doesn't go anywhere. That I'm going to, um, that my patriotism is is connected to the misbehavior of four, five, or six, or even ten NFL players because I care about what they think. I I, I even acknowledge what they think. I don't really care. I just want to see them. Play. I just want to see somebody play football. And if it's not them, I want to see somebody play football. Football, NFL football. I don't care if it's Colin Kaepernick. I don't care if it's if it's Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if it's Deshaun Watson. I don't care if it's Jameis Winston. I don't really care. Just play the game. And while you're playing the game, just shut up and play the game. But my patriotism isn't connected or my conservatism isn't connected to whether I decide to watch a football game or not. It isn't. It isn't that fragile. Ooh, what I said. That was good, wasn't it? My patriotism isn't that fragile that it's connected to whether I eat at Chick-fil-A because somebody has a problem with the Chick-fil-A policy. It isn't that fragile that I watch that I watch and enjoy an NFL game. My patriotism, my conservatism isn't that fragile. That I laugh at a comedian who said something disparaging about the president. Whether that president was Barack Obama or that president was was Donald Trump. My patriotism and my conservatism is not that fragile. I am not teetering on the edge of anything. That I could be I could be fooled. That I could be sucked in. To know that Amy Schumer is an idiot and unfortunately she's not her that Amy Schumer's biggest problem isn't that um, she doesn't like Donald Trump. Her biggest problem is that she's not funny. That she's doing her career wrong. <laughs> that that's Amy Schumer's biggest problem. Um, so <laughs> again, it, I'm not that fragile in either my patriotism or my conservatism. That um, that if I watch the wrong thing, that I'm suddenly a um, a liberal or progressive. Or Democrat, you understand what I'm saying? So in any case, so I'm watching the game, and there they are. Tom Steyer, I think it was on one night, had a bunch of commercial, and Mike Bloomberg was on Sunday night on the on the NFC game. Watch a, a just a lot, a lot of commercials. 
And I'm thinking that these dudes are probably going to try to run commercials in the Super Bowl um, in a few weeks. We have the NFC Championship games um, and the AFC Championship games that are going to happen next next weekend I guess um, so we've got the on the NFC side the San Francisco 49ers uh, Colin Kaepernick not on the team and hasn't been on the team in three years um, versus um, the Green Bay Packers Aaron Rodgers um, who I guess hasn't said anything so we don't know where Aaron Rodgers is and a lot of you are probably going to try to find out and um I guess because you're a lot more sensitive than I am. And on the AFC side, you have um, the Houston Texans. No. No. You have the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so that should be fun. That should be a, that should be interesting. And again, these games are, I mean, these matchups are intriguing. Um, so that should be fun. But what's but I think what we're going to see is, uh, and, and, and I find this intriguing as well, a just a, a a barrage of commercials from Tom Steyer and Mike Bloomberg. Both of them billion, billionaires, um, liberal progressive billionaires, which is kind of kind of funny. But I'm wondering what they're hoping to accomplish. I'm I I, I am wondering what they are hoping to accomplish in all of this NFL advertising who are they talking to because of course the a lot of the quote Donald Trump uh, Republicans have sworn off the NFL well at least at least publicly anyway um, are they talking to the Donald Trump uh, Republicans who are secretly watching the NFL. Are they talking to them? Are they talking to the independents? Who are they talking to? Are they talking to liberal Democrats? Who, yeah, watch some NFL. But a lot of the liberal Democrats right now, the progressives, the I mean, the worst enemy of the, to the progressives are the super rich, which Bloomberg and Tom Steyer are amongst the top one, the top ten percent of the of, of of the top one percent, right? You know, right, right, Bernie. So that's that's who these people are. So who are they talking to? Why are they spending this money, millions of dollars already? In commercials now they're not showing up on like like Bloomberg won't go on a debate he won't show up on a debate stage to answer questions in a, in a, in a debate to be challenged by other candidates but he will he will just go on the commercials now the, the, the thing that he missed is that yes Donald Trump ran, ran some commercials for sure he ran some some political spots for sure but where Trump shined was in these debates taking people apart, literally taking people apart, getting them so frustrated off their game that he just dominated these, these debates, these mass interviews. There were 17, 19 um, contestants, <laughs> you know, when they started. So is, but is that the plan for Bloomberg and Steyer? And I know Steyer has been on a couple, but Bloomberg hasn't been on any. 
Does Bloomberg uh, hope to take a, a, a Fifth Avenue, Madison, uh, Madison Avenue approach to winning the nomination? He's just going to run more commercials. He's just going to McDonald them or, or Coke and Pepsi, you know, the Democrats, you know, in the submission just because you're going to see his name more than anybody else because you're going to see his commercials more than anybody else. Is that going to make the difference? Is there... Are the Democrats and the progressive, it, uh, is, is that what their policy is? Their, is their policy so fragile, it just matters who they see most of the time? Is, is, that, is that what it is? Seems crazy. It seems like not the way at all to determine a nominee to run for president, especially if you're running against Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump can run, can run commercials too, and Donald Trump has a bully pulpit of the White House. He has a bully pulpit of the presidency, and can call on a news conference any damn time he wants. Now I know you shouldn't use those news news conferences to to campaign, but if you're making an announcement about something that has gone well, you can make that. Anytime you want. Hmm. Could you make that anytime you want? Well, certainly you can. Can you invite the winning team of the Super Bowl to the White House for a photo op? You bet your sweet bippy. So, and will teams go this year? You betcha. You betcha. Will they be used, you know what, in the photo op? Most certainly they will. Um, so I don't understand. And please, if you, under, if you understand what uh, Mike Bloomberg and Tom Steyer are doing, send us an email at uh, WLS860 at gmail.com. WLS860 at gmail.com. And say, you know what, <laughs> Willie, here's what they're up to. They're trying to buy the election. They're trying to purchase the election. They're not really, neither of them are doing well in their polling. Can we trust those polls? Because it doesn't seem like the new progressive, the new Democrat wants a billionaire, a billionaire candidate. They don't seem like they do. They, it, it just seems to me that they are looking they're still, and this is the weird part. We're going to talk about this in a minute. This is the weird part. They're still looking at people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. To, to, and some of them are, are even looking at, at Joe Biden. They're still looking at old white, old white people as their best shot of beating Donald Trump. You know, old white persons versus old white per- person. It just seems like they're missing an opportunity, like they're missing an opportunity to live up to what they say they believe. They believe in diversity. There's a lot of diversity. There's, I mean, there's Tulsi Gabbard, who is still who is still in the race, obviously, and there is um, Cory Booker, and there is Andrew Yang, who is still in the race. It would seem like those would be three 
candidates that Democrats will be pushing and pushing hard. Uh, one is Tulsi Gabbard because of her because of her military back, background and because she is a woman and because that she is that crossover person who would seem on the surface i don't believe it's true i don't believe it's true let me say this i don't believe it's true at all but it would seem on the surface could convince people that she could work across the aisle with republicans you know and she's already been called by democrats and the bi-liberal media a a russian asset what what it's crazy you know when she wasn't gun ho on impeachment um, you know, she got dubbed as a Russian asset how insane is that but it would seem like that she would be the person who could walk across the aisle now they'd have to they'd, they'd have to do such incredible narrative gymnastics to get to that point after calling the woman a spy but it would seem like they would be paying more attention than Tulsi Gabbard. It, it seems like from a diversity standpoint, the perfect ticket at this point is Andrew Yang and Cory Booker doesn't matter top of the ticket. It doesn't matter. But you got the 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 Asian dude and the black dude. You've already had a black president, so you could what you haven't had yet was an Asian president. So there there you go. President Yang And they're missing the point. I think they could sell that. I do. I, I do. I think they could have, last year, last time, sold Cory Booker. Before Cory Booker went all Spartacus. And just lost his damn mind. And exposed himself as a clown. They could have gone Cory Booker instead of the old white lady, the old sick white lady. It's interesting. Um, It's just incredible how things are going on the Democrat side. Uh, And and, and I'm sorry, you you have to wonder, right? You have got to wonder why, how. How could it be this messed up? How could they say this messed up? How could Bernie Sanders still be? How could old crazy Bernie still be in the conversation? How could Focahontas, Elizabeth Warren, after lying about being um, a Native American or of Native, Native American heritage, she isn't any more Native American than I am. One one thousand twenty fourth. She said, "You know what?" She said, "Well, just look at my high cheekbones. How racist is that? Cause she looks like Cher. No, what a racist freaking statement is that? Yeah, you could be one one thousand twenty fourth Negro if you had a big flat nose, right?" And your forehead stuck out a little bit. You got a big, flat, broad nose and a big butt. Is that what you're saying, Elizabeth Warren? Jesus. What is wrong with these people? 
What is wrong with these people? Listen, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more of Fight Back 2020. Right after these messages, I hope that you're having a tremendous, fantastic, incredible, incredible, outrageously beautiful Monday. We'll be back right after these messages. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, The network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 20 Four, seven. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. Hey, you know, um, my name is William Lawson, and uh, let me tell you something. Uh, I will be 60 this year, 2020, and one of the things I've learned in my 60 years, my 30-plus years of marriage, is that every guy has got to have a couple of things, a couple of three things at his beck and call. First of all, you got to have a, your own car mechanic. You got to have the dude that understands your car and 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 your tolerance for 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 BS and and your bank account. You got to have that guy. Okay, and you know what? Else? You know what else? You got to have your own barber. You got to have a dude that you can call or a woman you can call that knows what makes you look good and makes you feel good. You got to have that. I'm just going to tell you. It's just, it's a requirement for life. And here's something that you didn't consider. You've got to have your own florist. What? Florist? That's right. Florist. That's the people who deal with the flowers. Now, some of y'all think that 1-800-Flowers is is a godsend. It is exactly the opposite. 1-800-Flowers is not your friend. It's a front. Because what they do is... They take your order, they promise you the world, and then they don't deliver because the people who actually have to fill the orders, they don't pay them enough money 
to actually do what 1-800-Flower says they're doing. So they end up leaving the local florist holding the bag. My local florist here is Christine Vasconcello of Blooming Days Flower Shop. Blooming Days Flower Shop. www.bloomingdays.com. 813-933-ROSE. My suggestion is buy local flowers first. So if you're sending flowers to um, Aunt Gertrude or Uncle Billy in another city, call that city and get a hold of a local florist. Have them send the flowers. No more 1-800-anything. See, I'm not going to give you any code that says if you give them this code, they'll give you a discount. No, no, no. Get on the freaking internet. Go to DuckDuckGo or Google if, if you want everybody to know your business. Get on the internet. Find the local florist in that city. Order directly from them. Pay them directly. It's the best thing you can do. My local florist here in the Tampa area is Christine Vasconcello of Blooming Days Flower Shop. That's www.bloomingdays.com. All right, welcome back to Fight Back 2020. Uh, before we go today, I, I want to mention something that I want you to think about as we move into the primary season. Um, we're start. I mean, they're going to start showing up soon. I will will be first for some unknown, bizarre reason. Uh, well, there isn't any reason other than they've been first and. They whine like scalded dogs if they're not first. <laughs> this is not fair that, that, that we're not doing. Okay, so you got you got a half of electoral uh, college vote. Okay, well let's go first. You don't matter. And um, it start. It, it, things are going to start to play out. Uh, a lot. Some candidates who are in the race now won't be in a race shortly after Iowa. And um, as things go on, there'll be a few more that fall out after New, uh, New Hampshire and the like. And that's just how it'll be before it gets to Super Tuesday. I'm guessing that in the Democrat on the Democrat side, you'll probably at that point have six or seven. And maybe after Super Tuesday, you'll have three or four. And uh, I think after Super Tuesday, you will probably just have Donald Trump on the Republican side. That will be my prediction. But I want you to think about this. There's been a lot of talk, especially on the Republican side, on the conservative side, on the Trump side, that Trump is owning the black vote. And it's because things are are better. And then there are folks who are coming out. And black people who are coming out and openly supporting Donald Trump. The narrative is that Trump owns the black vote. That he is gaining more black voters every day. Well, I'm not quite sure that's happening. But as we're as we're going to do more and more investigative um, reporting here on Fight Back 2020, we're going to talk about this because it's going to be an interesting point now. I'm a person who can do arithmetic. I don't really think, frankly, that there are enough black people in in America, just in numbers, uh, in voting numbers, that it could make the difference. But it's going to say something 
about the direction of the political narrative. If indeed Trump is garnering or will garner a larger percentage of black vote. Again, I don't know and I'm I'm not of the mind necessarily that it's going to make any big difference, but I am aware that we it could really start saying something about the political direction of the black uh, voter here in America. Should be interesting. Anyway, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. We got a lot to do today. Like I said, here I'm on the morning report right now. Right now, as we're speaking, I'm doing a morning report, and we're doing and we did fight back 2020, and I'm also doing right this very second. I'm doing Real Talk with Deb and Will live on Facebook. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to one day early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. What's the room again? Uh, 1240, down at the end. Ooh, what's that? Sammy, don't touch that. That's someone's old food. Here we are. Do you have the key? You have both of ours. Oh, right. Not working. Rub it. Come on. Try flipping it over. Seriously. Why can't we go inside? I'm tired. Give me yours. You have mine. All right. Please, if you could just... why aren't you opening the door? Can everyone just shut the... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com.